Welcome back to HB Unfiltered Sports Talk. I'm joined by the Stiff Brownie. I'm the Dirtbag. And want to remind you that we you can follow us on the following. Uh, Apple, YouTube, Instagram, Google, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and iHeartRadio. And remember, if you go to YouTube, you can put like and subscribe. Uh, no money. But that's going to help build our... Um, product and what we're trying to do here uh it'll help us raise money eventually so the job that i left that paid i don't know 110,000 will now start raising money so i can put a little dirt bag and finish his college education <laughs> and so i don't completely uh you know shit the bed here with uh, switching um jobs careers careers yes. so anyways no pressure so can I can I just yeah. uh, can I say three quick things uh, to tell our listeners about the Masters that I heard? So uh, stay away from picking Bryson DeChambeau to do anything other than maybe playing the tournament on Saturday. Break break his uh, King Cobra. Yeah, what I do like is that the, just like the Super Bowl, the Masters has a ton of prop bets that you can make. One of the prop bets that I saw that I loved was um, the senior to finish the highest. And I like Bernard Langer. Oh, I love that pick. You know, as soon as you, as soon as you said that, I was, like, I was looking, looking at the sheet. This guy is still playing unbelievable golf. He almost yeah. won the uh, Newport. Um, yes, the Toshiba. Yeah, and he, he, he is always at the top of the leaderboard yep. at, on the senior circuit. And th there's younger guys like Jim Furyk. And they came in. They came and snipped the top ten. So I love that pick. What does it say? What it pays or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't. I did a deep dive, but I didn't do that big of a deep dive. I okay. also found uh, two prop bets. One I like much more than the other one. Both prop bets involve, involve Tiger Woods. It's Tiger Woods to make the cut. The first one, which is the one that I like, is Jordan Spieth to finish top twenty. I believe it's. I believe it's either even money or a little bit plus. Yeah. The other one is Tiger Woods to make the cut and Jason Day to finish top 20. Jason Day is a sneaky little play here in the Masters because he's got the game. He's been there a million times. He could make a run at it. That being said, I haven't seen him play good enough golf to finish in the top 10. He could make the top 20, but I know Jordan Spieth loves this course, and I know he dominates it. Yeah, so I'm I, taking I, Jordan Spieth with Tiger finish, making the cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally going to stay away from Day. I mean, this is a guy who, um, you know, he's from Australia. He hates to fly. I don't know how he got over here, by the way. <laughs> he hates he, to fly? Yeah, he hates to fly. He's one of the guys that has, like, this huge RV bus, and him, his wife, and kids live on it, and they travel back and forth across the country going to different events. So sounds like Jason Hoffman. But he also has some, some something. I, I don't. He gets vertigo or something. Oh yeah, no, he has he has documented so, vertigo for sure. Yeah. So a guy gets vertigo, you know, one of the four days. I'm sure that's going to kill yeah, his uh, game. Sense. So I, I'm I'm staying away from Dave. Yeah. So speed, speed speed top twenty with Tiger making the cut. Um, get get sprinkle some money on that as well. Yeah. I. I I, I like that. I mean, isn't isn't the Masters and any tournament that Tiger's in, and everybody loves the redemption story. Everybody would love to see this guy win. You know, everyone thought he would never play again after he, he crashed. So, sure. I mean, I'm pulling for him. I mean, 
can you imagine if he was in the lead on the final day, how many people on that course would be following him? Oh, did you see his practice round on Monday? Yeah. I, it was like he was playing on the final day at Augusta when he was in uh, competitive. When yeah. He was, when he was in it. Yeah. And, and it was just a practice round. I was like, oh, my gosh. Based on him walking, like you said, the undulation of, of this course, like yeah. it, it, is, it is a tough course to walk for, for four sure. days. And we know that his legs, you know, he came and played in back-to-back tournaments because he's hurting so bad after playing, yeah. you know, four days. But can you imagine him doing that and coming back and winning the Masters again? It would be one of the best things in sports. I think if it's any course that he loves to play, it's going to be this course. Well, yeah, he, he plays very well at the Masters. And I was actually shocked because of all his, you know, Ailments. Ailments and everything that he should be like plus 10,000, mm-hmm. but it's only six, yeah, which is crazy. still a lot of money. You put 100, you win six grand. I'm probably, I probably want to even bet that just because if it, if, it, if it happens, I mean, you want to talk about excitement yeah. going into Easter Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be awesome. And, and he is the spokesman for the PGA against the live. So how awesome would it be, just like we talked about Otani and Trout going against each other, you know, for the two best players in baseball on on the two best teams in the world going against each other. How about Cameron Smith and Tiger Woods in the final couple on Sunday going against each other? The live spokesman versus the PGA spokesman. Yeah, it would be amazing. Would that not be... Good, good must-see TV. Complete side note, um, apparently, obviously the past champion's dinner was uh, yesterday. Okay. Scotty Scheffler is, is uh, the past champion, so he gets to pick uh, the spread, which I heard was fantastic. I heard it was amazing. But uh, Phil Mickelson was there, and from all reports that I saw, heard, and read, he literally said nothing during the dinner. Well, I'm sure he said nothing because he's not eating anything. Have you seen Mickelson? He's a skeleton, bro. Well, he, I know that he's shooting 77s and 78s, so well, also, I would also stay away from Phil Mickelson as well. Phil, Phil Mickelson's game changed because he changed everything with his workout. Like, sure. You know, try to lose weight, get in shape. I mean, David Duvall did this, and his game went to crap. It never came back. Never came back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not... Mickelson has no chance. Watch him win it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 uh, let's we're, transition we're done, with, to we're, the we're NFL. done with the Masters. We'll we'll revisit the Masters, but I want to get into the um, NFL draft yes. because we're only two weeks, two or three weeks away. I think it's like April twenty sixth, twenty seventh, somewhere around there, sure. end of April. Um, I'm telling you, I watch some of these like media guys, and they talk about who should draft who, and everybody's got an opinion. I gotta talk about this one guy comes on the air. The Houston Texans have the number two pick. We all know they need a quarterback, and they've been on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud the whole time. I feel like the Panthers traded up ahead of them, and they're gonna not—they're not taking Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. They're—they're they're gonna take Anthony Richardson because it reminds them of Cam Newton. Oh, Jesus. But this guy, I don't care if he was the greatest athlete at the Combine. I would turn him into an edge rusher because this guy can't throw the ball correctly to a target. He was 54% with four, three, four, and five-star receivers around him at Florida. 
Wow. They should have been better. Yeah. You they know? should have. So they know that they, I know that their games always seem to hit the under. Yeah. I know that for a fact because I bet on it. Yeah. So. So so my my point was they're going to take Anthony Richardson and they're going to they're going to shit the bed on the draft. The, all these GMs, oh god, they think they're smarter than you know the next guy when they're really not. The Houston Texans are supposed to take Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. They also have the 12th pick in their first round. I have a guy that says they're going this that they should trade up with the Raiders at seven for the seventh pick and take Will Levis. Now, let me get this straight. This guy thinks that they're going to draft Bryce Young. Let's just say they take Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, doesn't matter. And then they're going to turn around and trade up, trade away multiple draft picks of the future, and take a second quarterback. Does this guy realize only one can play? The other will be holding a clipboard? And now there's a lot of guaranteed money in those rookie deals. Yes. That wasn't, that wasn't yes. there before. First-rounders all get a ton of money. Sure. I don't know if you know how the draft works, but it used to be all in like a couple days. Now, Thursday is just Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or no, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Saturday. Thursday is just the first, first round. round. yeah, Because yeah. that's how important the first... These, all these picks, these should be starters on your team. Wow. The following year. Sure. So I'm not taking... You can't miss on the first round. You Well, you can when it comes to a quarterback. And... That case in point, that would be funny if this guy's thinking they should take two quarterbacks, thinking one will be a bust, one one will be like an Eric Couch, you know, or Jamarcus Russell, but the other one's going to turn into a Mahomes or a Herbert. So if that's his thinking and it pans out that it worked out that way, then I'm going to call that GM a genius, and I'll take one. I'll take one in the shorts on that. If I'm the owner. And my GM is going to do this. I've got to really think about who the hell I just hired as my GM. Yeah, because you're you're, you're saying like I don't know which one's better. I've watched all the film. I've talked to the player. I've done. I've had him do all the the mental tests that they have these guys do. Yes. And I, I still don't know. <laughs> what, what am I paying you for? What, what you're was... supposed to be able to give me some sort of uh, uh, talent like. Um, you know, evaluation. Yeah. What? What? And what? What were the two quarterbacks? Makes no sense. The two young quarterbacks would be staying there, holding their first round jerseys next to each other, taking a picture, going, "Why is the guy next to me a quarterback too?" One has two, and one has seven on their jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would be terrible. Like you're already competing. You're already competing against how, each other for the starting how, job. How embarrassing as a GM would? I mean, like I don't know which one to pick, so. Let's just throw them all in the same basket. Like, and, and, what? The, and the Texans are the worst team, don't they? Need like oh, a, they so need bad. help in every position, and you're yeah. going to overload on one. Well, I, they, I don't. I don't get do that. Do you think? Do you think if they take, let's say they don't take Bryce Young at two or Stroud, and they have the seventh pick because they trade for it, do you think that they can get one of the three quarterbacks at seven? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. So why wouldn't you take like like some crazy good edge rusher or? Well, there's only two that if you if you if you do it if if Houston's thinking about going from twelve to seven, that number two pick's got to be either Will Anderson Jr. Okay. out of Alabama, okay, who will be guaranteed ten ten year Pro Bowler if he stays healthy. Okay. The other one is 
Even though he's got little problems off the field, Jalen Carter is a physical freak. And he plays for who? He, he, played, he for played for Georgia. Oh, okay. All right. Th- this guy, this guy's a talent. He about, was yeah. going to be the number one pick, but now he's fallen because he was the one involved with the crash that oh, killed the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his teammate, the offensive lineman, and and he was going 110 because yep. that's what people, for whatever reason, that's what you do when you win a national title. Yeah. You start driving like a maniac. Yeah. And so so they take they take the kid from Alabama because they want to make the safe play, and then at seven. That's that, where they'll get Will Levis. Yeah, that guy's there. Yeah, so, so it, it's it's basically a win. That that would be a win if that's the way it works out for Houston. That would be a win. So I do like that. And and you're giving you're giving the number two slot money to the right guy. Will right. he is not going to be a bust. Yeah, no, he's not. He he is. I know who you're talking about. I I would say Will Anderson is the one guy in the draft that you know will not be a bust. This guy is going to be a stud linebacker coming off the edge. Sure. He's going to be like Von Miller, yeah. basically. Yeah. So you got to you got to just uh, stick stick with uh, a, a game plan like that if you're a GM. That way you get an A instead of a D by uh, Mel Kiper. <laughs> Mel Kiper, that guy. Him another, and his pompadour he, hair. He's another bag of hot air like Stephen A. Smith. They all are. They, dude, these guys actually have jobs year round that just try to predict stuff. But what's funny is GMs listen to them. I know it's crazy. Whereas we, whereas we're 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 giving people picks and we're winning on picks and yeah, you know, like I, I on it honestly, like I keep talking about this Anthony Richardson. Like, how does he move up to the number one just because of the combine and and. Everybody already knew that he was fast. Everybody already knew he had a great broad jump. Sure. Everybody knew he had a great vertical uh, leap. It's it's what you do on the field. Just watch the tape of Anthony Richardson playing quarterback, and then watch the tape of Bryce Young. Sure. It's night and day. I, Bryce I Young can hit any. He has all the throws. I don't understand why the combine's even relevant anymore. Because like, if you're a good player, I've got plenty of film on you, especially if you're playing. In one of the top D1 schools, right? Yeah. I, I feel like the combine helps out perhaps a smaller school guy, uh, maybe a D2 guy. Oh, for sure. You know, that's where you go to the combine. Yes. But, like, I don't care how far you can jump. If you can't hit the receiver on the run, then what are, what are you doing well, for me? That's that's why Bryce Young didn't even go to the combine. He goes, hey, I, my proof's out there. I, yeah. I was already a Heisman. I finished third in the Heisman this past year. I've I've won national titles. You know I've I've done the work. You can watch every game that I played in, and see that I can I can play this game. Sure. You know Anthony Richardson. I'm sorry, he doesn't complete enough passes. You have to be accurate in the NFL. I mean the window's even smaller. The window's pretty big in college. You can be off and still make complete passes. You cannot do it. You cannot do it in the NFL. Right, and the reason you can do that is like a Jamarcus Russell, where he had two phenom uh, wide receivers. Right, you know, and then he gets to gets to the Raiders and just absolutely god awful. Yeah, quick note: the reason Jamarcus Russell rose, they played Notre Dame, who should have never made that game. Sure, because of that stupid thing in their contract. If they win ten ten games, they can make it to a um, you know a, a nice bowl game. Sure, that was BS. That, that was a layup for him. All right, we're gonna have to call call it a. Call it a day, but uh, hopefully our picks come in and we have good news for you when we come on back. See ya. Have a good weekend.